and welcome to the Tipsy Sewers podcast. Co-hosted by Eleanor Stitches and Hazel and the Machine. Join us today when we talk about sewing info, TV and film editions. So grab your favourite symbol, let's have a giggle. Oh, yeah, March the 1st. Yes, March yeah. the 1st. <laughs> Stuff is like, Wait. what are you talking about? It's February the 11th. <laughs> so I was wrong. It is actually the 14th of March, not the 1st of March. Yes. Um, the yeah. 1st of March will have been our pattern review episode. I know, which I hope you guys all enjoyed. Yeah. Um, it is It is an early morning Saturday here in February. Here in February is not what people usually say, but we're drinking smoothies. Which is absolutely delicious, to be fair. Oh, thank very, you. Very, very good. I'm not usually a smoothie gal, so... Are you not? No. Why? Texture. Oh, is it weird? I didn't know that about you. I wouldn't have made them if I knew that about you. No, but I... If someone makes them for me, I usually generally enjoy them, but I don't ever choose them, and I never make them for myself. Oh, I mean, I just got a Nutribullet for Christmas, so So I'm, like, like... obsessed. When I'm not in the show, like, when I'm at home, I will have a smoothie every day. Fair enough. Do you use frozen fruit or? Frozen fruit. Nice. I didn't actually put any protein powder in because I didn't know how many gains you wanted. But um, usually I'd put protein powder in. I mean, I am going to the gym next. I know. So is it? I would have gone for the game. Yeah, I know. I should have done that. I should have That's done fine. it. That's fine. I'm going to have a sippy sip. Um, so today's episode is a fun one. It is something that we've spoken about doing previously. Have we? Have we not? I think we have. Every time we talk about a TV show, we're I'm like, sure, oh, yeah. let's do an episode where we talk about all the TV shows. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. So the simple crux of the episode i don't know where i'm coming out with all these words today but um the crux of the episode <laughs> is that we are going to be looking at some of our favorite yeah we have we're doing it word by word of some of our then you say favorite favorite tv and film you get all the good words <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that in friends when phoebe moved in have you watched friends mm, i mean i've watched some of it i'm not like a super fan Affair. Was it? I think it was when Phoebe moved in and they redid their aunt's phone message. And oh yeah, no, I do know yeah, about that episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Phoebe's like, and the ha ha, and, and it's like, you get all the good words. Yeah, that that would be us if I was writing us a script. I would give myself all the really big long words and just give you like it, it the very. a. <laughs> um. So yeah, we've got TV and films that we think there's a couple of categories. We've got like. The old, you know, the classic reality TV show about sewing and fashion. You know that Sewing Bee is going to be mentioned. And then we've I also... I thought those were more like competitions. Rather than reality TV yeah. shows. Because I feel like a reality yeah, TV okay, show enough. would be like living in an atelier. Okay, fine. So, yeah. A, the sewing competition vibes, fashion competition vibes. And we've got some documentaries. And then we've got some TV and films that just have amazing costumes and beautiful, um, like, artistry of mm-hmm. clothes. And then also ones about sewing so we do have a lot to talk about yeah a lot so, to talk about yeah i because if you were actually to do the category of like things you watch when you're sewing mm-hmm. mine's just below deck really just like literally i've watched like 10 series of below deck oh fair enough to be fair this have week- you ever seen it Yes, I have. Joe and I've watched a lot of it. I'm obsessed. Yeah, Joe's For those obsessed. of you who don't know what Below Deck is, which I think a lot of people won't know because it's quite niche, um, it is a reality TV show about luxury yachting. And all the stewards, stewardesses, the deckhands, you learn about everything that they do and yeah. also all of the petty dramas they have going so on behind the drama. scenes. What was her name? Hannah. Oh, Hannah. no, don't say because you'll, you'll give someone a spoiler. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything, but... 
Yeah, I know, I know, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. She was I actually really liked her. I thought, but anyway. Um, so yeah, every series there's like a different crew and there's like crew romances and just like, it's just such a like trashy TV show yeah. and I'm fully obsessed with and it. And there's so many, there's Below Deck Mediterranean, there's oh, Below I've, Deck Sailing Yacht. So I've just downloaded all of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. I've yeah. not started it yet. So good. And I've just finished Below Deck Down Under. Is that Australian? Yeah. <gasps> Maybe Joe and I need to get back into it. Yeah, and um, one of my favourite stewardesses is, is on it. Who, nice. She's from New Zealand. Yes, I know exactly which one she is and I can't remember Why have I just name. forgotten her name? I literally was watching it like yesterday. No idea. Anyway, she's great. Okay, so that's why I watch when I'm sewing. Do you watch stuff when you're sewing? Yeah, I do. And this week I watched um, Lockwood & Co, which is like... I've never heard of that. It's really good. It's on Netflix. There's only like eight episodes, but it's um a ghost hunting... That sounds like my worst nightmare. But it's like fantasy yeah it's right up my street sounds great for you i really um, enjoyed it, it was really have you good. seen i think you would love Ginny and georgia i have watched Ginny and georgia i've not watched the second series i've decided i want to go back and watch the first series yeah. i love doing that yes you need like a run-up and a yeah. warm-up into it to remind you of all the yeah. nuances all the characters totally. everything that happens because yeah. i started watching the literally five minutes of the first episode of the second series and i was just a bit like oh yeah. I just felt a bit like nonplussed because I didn't really care about the characters anymore. I couldn't really remember what had yeah. happened. And I know I remembered loving it at the time. So I yeah. want to go back and watch it. And the girl, the main, both the mum and the daughter, they're amazing actors. Like, so good. So good. So, so good. Um, so yeah, that's another, oh, there's such good that's telly really on. Good. There is, there is some good TV. I tend to end up watching the same things again and again. Like I've watched Gossip Girl while I'm sewing so many times. Yeah. Well, let's so start. Many times. Well, Gossip Girl is on our list, so do you want to start us it off is. with Gossip Girl? I, I mean, the new season of Gossip Girl isn't as good as the first. I mean, I didn't even know there was a new season. And I don't know why they would do a new season. I think just to, I don't know. It's good, but it's not that great. But the fashion's much better. But Gossip Girl, see, like the original cast were like Blair and Serena. <gasps> yeah, I the mean, the outfits they were. Some of them are atrocious today. Oh, yeah. Horrendous. But, like, I did love Gossip Girl. I was a massive Gossip Girl fan. Blair's second wedding dress. Yeah. The Ellie Saab. Um, I sent um, <gasps> Hazel a TikTok, actually, this week about Gossip Girl. How funny was that? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a gossip... There's, a, there's, like, a clip, which they clearly have forgotten to edit out. In why? which why? So, Is she got the drawstring around the hem of her dress? Because she's just keeping her legs warm. Wait, we need to explain it before we start talking yeah, about it. True. So there's, like, a clip in which Serena um, is wearing a dress, like a couture type, one of her mini dresses that she wears, like, in the day. Like a bandage dress. Yeah. And obviously, as the actor... Um, in between takes. I've just forgotten her name. Blake Lively. Blake Lively, as the actor, obviously, in between takes, it must have been really cold. So she's got, like, tracksuit bottoms on. And then they've gone to start filming. She clearly thought that her legs weren't going to be in shot because it's kind of like a mid-shot, what we would call a mid-shot, which is, like, mid-thigh mm. at the bottom of the camera to, like, just at the top of your head. And so she clearly thought that her <laughs> tracksuit bottoms right, wouldn't it? be in shot. And they are totally in shot. And the drawstring is, like, around the middle of her thighs. I think they've been edited in because I have never seen that before in my life. They have not been edited in. Are you joking? There's- I'm sure... There's absolutely no way they would... How do you even know what episode it is? I don't. I'm... She's just got Gossip Girl up now. I did not know Gossip Girl was on BBC iPlayer. Are you joking? <laughs> it's on BBC iPlayer. It's so easy to Oh my God, I, would, I might watch it all again from the start. 
Yeah, I would. What's your favourite series? Um, probably the one where Blair gets married to the prince, and I don't really know why. I think it's just like there's so much drama. It is also, I think, arguably when the fashion is the best. I just love Chuck, though. Yeah, Chuck's great. He, I want him to, well, anyway. Yeah, I can't be looking at this now. Um, so, yeah, so Hazel's like, t- f- Hazel, I think you're talking about this more from a fashion oh, point I'm of view so than a sewing point of view. Oh, I'm so talking about this from a fashion point of view. Whereas a lot of the ones I've chosen, I think, are f- sewing. But there is sewing in it. Is there is, because Jenny Humphrey. <gasps> That's true. Wants to be a fashion designer. That is so actually she works so at true. Eleanor Waldorf's Atelier. That sews is so true. stuff. She's sewing buttons. She makes her own clothes. <gasps> And then Blair takes over from her mum. Yeah, you're right, actually. To design her own collections. You are right. So there is sewing. There is sewing. I take it back. Um, So, should we move on? Or do you have more to say about Gossip Girl? I don't have any more to say, except for if you're looking for inspo. But inspo about, like, naughty's fashion. Oh, but there's some classics. Yeah, but... Oh, my goodness. Blair's red dress. Okay, well... Come on, come on. Would you tell me you would not... Bend over backwards to wear this dress. Uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, no, that is a nice dress. That is a nice dress. Some of the evening looks okay. are what we're talking about here. Well, we'll put this photo. It's Oscar de la Renta, isn't it? Yeah. We'll put this photo on, on our Instagram. Don't worry about that. Make a note <laughs> of that because it's not in yes, the doc that we need to do the photo. So on the topic of evening dresses, I believe you would love to talk about this. Yes. So I love, I mean, I love vintage dresses like 1950s 1960s dresses and the best two programs i think that embody that is mad men and mrs Maisel. yes um choices have you seen either i've seen mad men yeah so i kind of fell off the wagon of mad men like i didn't watch all of the series because it got a little bit yeah i think i watched about three as well it did get a little bit just i don't contrite yeah i don't really know i mean i think i maybe was watching it i i love the men's wear as yeah, well as the women's so wear cool. Mm-hmm. super cool but um obviously betty draper is like a style icon and but she she started off wearing these like very cutesy like in at the waist big dresses and then she did go a little bit more like femme fatale a little yeah. bit more seductive yeah which i was definitely here for and then she started wearing some cool two pieces and i saw this picture of her in this really cool like tweed suit which was like a pencil nice. skirt tweed suit which was amazing um but in in terms of sewing i think i've spoken about this before but um the betty sewing pattern from sew over it which i've made a few times isn't it named after yeah, it's named after Betty Draper from Mad Men. And it is just such, I feel like, a modern take on the Betty Draper look. I mean, it is, it's not like a true vintage skirt. It doesn't have, mm. like, all of, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but it's not like a massively full skirt that you've got, like, full petticoats. Skirt. It is, I think it is a full circle. Yeah. But it doesn't have, like, layers of petticoats underneath. And it's not, like crazy unwearable for like the modern day yeah but it's got that beautiful neckline Mm -hmm. which is really high oh shit that is the worst way of hitting the microphone it's got this really demure neckline which is really high and just beautiful comes in at the waist so elegant and then obviously just this lovely circle skirt and it is so mad men but if you're walking down the street no one's gonna be like oh you're going to like a 1960s. It's it's still modern. Yeah. It is I a modern shape, modern shape for sure. And you can definitely still wear it today. I think it's timeless. That's the word. Yeah, it's not, timeless. I guess it's not modern. It's timeless. Yes. Like it doesn't fit into 
like a specific trend because I think that like bodice is it's so universally beautiful. just yeah. it works for everyone, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. No, very good. And then Maisel, I think, is a little bit different because her fashion is just unreal. I think she just stands out. Well, she's also dressing for the stage, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I have watched like one or two episodes. Oh, I think you'd love it. It's yeah. so good. So Mrs. Maisel is about a housewife who decides to pursue a career in stand-up comedy, which obviously at the time for a woman to be doing stand-up comedy was unheard of. And she, get loads of, she gets loads of shit for it. And I just think that as a piece of like female empowerment as well, I think it's like the coolest TV show. Yeah. Um, I love her. I think she's hilarious. She obviously does an amazing job of being a stand-up comic, but she looks so glamorous yeah, this all the time. Dress is giving me life. Yeah. So I've chosen just one dress because it's so hard to choose from. Um, she like basically in one episode she'll wear five or six different dresses with matching bags, matching hat, matching gloves. Like she looks amazing. Coordinated lipstick. Yeah. Um, and she's wearing this black satin dress and it um, as soon as I saw it I was like oh my god this is the by hand London flora it's got this square neckline with um it's a high square though because it comes up over the um collarbone yes exactly this high square neckline it's got like bust arts waist arts and then it's tied over the shoulder with these two um shoulder ties like straps which is exactly what the flora has and then she's got a little um, belt belt. Mm -hmm. and then i think a circle skirt i think it's a quarter circle yeah because it's not huge but what i think about flora and the beauty of flora is that you can put any skirt on that bodice so easily and i've done it with a gathered skirt i've done it with a circle skirt and it really I think Eva done it with a pencil skirt. Well, yeah, like I mean, she, yeah, she just uses it as like her go-to bodice. Yeah, but it, it really is that Maisel photo, the, this black dress, and we'll definitely be posting about it. But yeah, I think Mrs. Maisel is just an absolutely. I feel like I keep calling it Mrs. Maisel, but there's like a full ne- there's like a full name of the show. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, it has just the most gorgeous inspiration for vintage sewing, for just looking at beautiful fabrics mm-hmm. and just overall just being blown away by strong women, which I think is a massive positive. Oh, a huge positive. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you want to talk about next. I think, let's move on to, we talked about two films. Oh, let's stay on films. Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she We're wears... not speaking about any films. Are we not? No. Just Gossip Girl, Mad Men, and yeah. Okay, let's move on to films. Oh, no, let's finish off on one TV show. Oh, you're going to talk about The Queen's Gambit? The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, because we are in that, like, vintage period. The Queen's Gambit is incredible. <sighs> I Mom abs- and I watched it in, like, a day. It's so good. So The Queen's Gambit is a film on Netflix about a young female chess player. And it's set in the... 60s? Well, late 50s, early 60s. Okay. And again has some incredible looks. Incredible yeah. looks. I mean, she so starts well out together. very dowdy. But as she gets more and more famous in the... And she gets more money. And more money, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she never had any money. Wasn't she an orphan? Yeah, I and literally watched it in lockdown. So yeah. I think I need to re-watch it. I think she was an orphan and then she was adopted. Not to give anyone any too many spoilers, but, you know, she came from poverty and, yeah. you know, whatever. Or like... And then, yeah, she bought loads of clothes. Some of these outfits are amazing. Yeah. So there's this one, which I think is quite an iconic look of the show, the mint green shift dress. With the contrast black. Yeah, yes. I actually do, because as I was researching this episode, 
That was that, her like color palette that she yeah, went Yeah, that to. really just stood out for me as, a, as an outfit that I definitely remembered her wearing. Yeah. And although I would never wear a shift dress because I don't like the way it looks on me, I just think she looks so effortlessly cool yeah. and all it is is legit a shift dress with like a pussy bow yeah and welted pockets yeah the welted pockets on a shift i've never seen welted pockets on a dress i have when i've been to like 60s exhibitions it was very oh is it just like a big time. thing yeah because so, the shape of the dress very is like swirly sticky outy and they'd stick their hands in it, and it really oh yeah 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 very like cute and dainty I just moved really far away from the microphone um so this is like a mint green and it looks to me like a crepe de chine I don't know I think think it it probably is yeah yeah and then it's got like black cuffs black collar and then the black welt pockets and then a black and mint um pussy bow and she wore it with little pointed slingback pumps did she I don't remember that yeah I mean she's carrying them in her hand in the picture oh right okay (laughs) um and I saw on So Over It's page I mean So Over It have the pussy bow blouse yes they do but that's not like this, but that just reminded me. But then I, they also have this dress, which I've not actually seen before, called the Zoe dress, which is this mm. shift dress with this like high circular, I always want to call it a boat neckline. A boat neckline is open, it's just a round neckline. This is just a round? Yeah. Okay, so like a high, wide, round neckline with three quarter length sleeves. And then, so is it not a shift dress, actually? Maybe I'm, I'm sure. Maybe I'm like getting that wrong. I don't think it's a shift dress. I think it looks very similar to the shape of the dress that Annie Taylor-Joy is wearing. Yeah. Purely because if it's crepe de chine and she has got a chest, it will cling and sink in around the hips and the waist. Whereas oh, a shift dress traditionally just is straight. just... just goes straight. Yeah, it's That's just That's why I don't straight. like it. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, we'll show you like these inspo pics as well we found. Yeah. I was just like playing around this morning, having a look at different patterns and seeing if... That was not our aim of today. We weren't like picking out like outfits and trying to find patterns but we just thought we'd just do a couple just because it was interesting um and then my favorite outfit though is the last white outfit that she wears Mm -hmm. when she's she she in russia at this point yes yes and the white coat Mm -hmm. i mean if you want a pattern like it the vicky so's jaden coat is oh is it 10 out of 10 yeah just crop it so it's less long i just think it's so cool the giant retro white buttons yeah and there's only three buttons right yeah and then, can you explain the collar? Because the collar, I think, it's makes like it so different. It's got like a funnel neck collar. Mm. So it kind of, it, you don't need a scarf with it, clearly, because mm. the collar comes up and protects your neck. Um, and it crosses over, buttons down the side, and then it has set in shoulders. Buttons down the side? Yeah, they're, well, not down the side, but like, they're slightly, no, they just looked off centre. I think it's because the flap of the coat is so big. Yes. To allow for that crossover of the neckline. It made me look, think that the buttons were down the side. They are down the centre. Oh, okay. But the crossover. And then, and then it bracket. has that, it's not like a straight down coat. It, it's an A-line coat. Yeah. Which I actually, you know what's another, I know I'm talking about Byron London again. Another really good A-line coat is the Juliet coat. Yes, really good. I bought that pattern before I started working at Byron London because I just think, I find them so glamorous. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. swishing, like you're walking down the street, there's wind blowing and you've got this like yeah. big A-line. I know it uses a lot of fabric, right? Um, <laughs> so much fabric. Like this, just like, I love that. I love that look. Yeah. I mean, I know nowadays I'm more slightly looking, because I'm looking at making my own coat and I'm more going towards like the Romana coat, which is straight down yes. because I think it's very chic and mm-hmm. You could wear it with like everything. Yeah. And I feel like the more vintage A-line 
dramatic coats I would just wear over like a dress yeah 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 but it's always good to have a good nice fancy evening cover-up yeah because sometimes I just go out in like my puffer coat over a nice dress which I feel like when it's cold you can get away with sometimes it's like I want to be full glam yeah like when I go to weddings in like September October I never ever know what to wear yeah because I don't have anything that I would be like I would really like to wear that over my excuse me, over my nice dress. The speed at which your hand just went. I I know, I thought I was going to burp, but I actually didn't. I just like (laughs) swallowed really loudly. Um, Like I am going to a a wedding in September and I did go to a wedding last September and I just felt really like I'd rather just be cold rather than put like an ugly, not ugly, but like a very casual big puffer jacket over my like satin dress. Yeah, I just didn't actually, I, I if I'd made my, because I'm planning on making the black yes. um, Heather Blazer, if I'd made that, I would have worn that. Yeah. But then that might have looked quite corporate. But I think because the Heather Blazers, they're very modern fit, it's oversized, yeah. it's slouchy, it would look cool, it would. Okay, fair and enough. And you can just wear it over your shoulders, you don't have to sit the arms in it. Yeah, that's true. It's just a look. Um. So, oh, we haven't spoken about Emily in Paris. I forgot about Emily in Paris. We need to talk about Emily in Paris. The fashion in that show is just wild. Yeah, but sometimes it's like, I don't know if I 100% am here for it like all the time. I'm not here for it all the time. I'm here for little like items. Nods. Yeah. I, do you not, are they trying to be? They're trying to make her look like an American in Paris, yeah. Yeah, but like, even, even the other fashion, like even like Mindy and I just think, Obviously, they're going extra, extra, extra. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, it just feels a bit tacky. I mean, it is quite fashion industry. But... Not the fashion shows that I go to. Camille, I mean... Where, like... Instagram. Because they're coming at it from an influencer yeah. perspective. They're not... Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't feel like... Even... Yeah, even some of the French characters, I'm like... Has no the one actually one... been to Paris? Sylvie gets it. Yeah, she on, does. Though. She does. She is always like. Also, um, what's his name? Who is in Waterloo Road? Who plays Alfie? Yeah, no idea what his name is, but yeah. Oh, he's Gorge. got no Louis Lav 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 Lucius Laviscount. I think it's Lucian Laviscount. Yeah. Um, he is wearing some wild outfits on the red carpet. Yeah, that like purple suit. I'm sorry, I the hate white outfit. No, I'm talking off- about... No, no, Off-White's a brand. Oh, okay, fine. I think fine. he was starred by Off-White by that, for that. Um, That was, yeah, interesting. Can you explain it? Can you get the photo up? Because <laughs> you no, love it. I thought you were talking about the Louis Vuitton look. No, I didn't mind the Louis Vuitton look. It's this purple satin... No, it's look at the fit of the trouser. Well, they've got a split hem. And I love a split hem on a girl, but that... With the chunky, chunky boots. So basically, we'll explain it to you. It's a it's a three piece, um, purple. It's not a three piece. It's a two piece. Okay, a two piece purple shirt and the tie are made from the same fabric. Yeah. So so it's a two piece purple shiny satin suit with a equally shiny purple shirt 
and a purple tie and then he's also got hand warmers on that are purple knit and then the trouser is a very tight fitting skinny suit trouser that then has this like split and then splits at the back split is at the back so then they've just got these like shoe covers (laughs) essentially i haven't seen this and he's wearing like chunky black brogues i mean you know the color really suits him and i kind of love the jacket and i'd like the jacket with proper men's trousers in the same fabric i like the jacket but can you imagine if someone was wearing that and he's not as fit as lucy and lover scout like you you, <laughs> capaldi. you would you would everyone would slate it and they'd be like what is it's he true. doing but it's because true. he's fit they can get away with it but yeah i mean it's the trousers for me who is he styled by the, the trousers for me but they he was doing it to 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 be on the front of the papers right he wanted to really like show some yeah i feel oh who is it it's Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on from that because we've just had the world's biggest tangent about his crazy outfits. So, yeah, yeah Emilian Palace, that, Palace, Paris, Paris. Are there any outfits that stand out for you that you absolutely love? Uh, when she goes to the opera. Oh, in, um, in, in which like series? Season one. Oh, you're going to have to show me. I am. It's stunning. Um, opera outfit. Oh, the black. Yeah. Yes, I it's love that. It's so Audrey. It's stunning. Yeah, that is so beautiful. I mean, to be fair, I think any of the times that she actually dresses for an evening event, it's she usually looks really lovely. I mean, yeah, and I do really like her like headwear attire choices in day in the days. Yeah, the amount of bucket hats is excellent. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. Sometimes I like Mindy's really sparkly dresses, and then sometimes I'm like, ah, it's a lot. But yeah. I did love this green tweedy coat that she wore though but i actually don't like her hat in that no i don't like the hat it's too matchy matchy with the scarf and the skirt yeah it's mad because it's some of her outfits do scream naughties to me i feel like as naughties having like a big revival y2k yeah like it is. the big belts that i hated yeah. from the naughties mm-hmm. no it's all come back round. this red dress though. oh my gosh okay tell us about that red dress because that is amazing i think it's i don't want to say Gam- yeah, it's a Gambia Gambia Valley red dress. It's basically got a really plunging. If you wanted to make it, you could use the Bella Loves Patterns. Is it the Bella Loves Patterns Flora? Oh, I don't know which one you mean. Um, um, it's the floor dress by Bella Loves Patterns. It's similar but not the same. Um, but basically, this dress has a really plunging neckline down to the waist, and then it's got these tool, like gathered tool, mm. big sort of shoulders that cover over. That sh- they're not long sleeves; they're just like no, they're just like tufts. Mi- mid. They end at like I'd say they're about like six inches. Yeah, they extend over the sh- line of the shoulder, and then it's got a high low hem, and it's again made out of this like gorgeous red tool. I think I would hundred percent make this dress without the high low hem because I don't like a high low. Oh, I make it one less. Um, and I would just copy that 100%. But I think I would really struggle to get it to sit flat on my bust without um, tip tape. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's been tailored to fit her. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. But I think it is so beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, those are some of my faves. Okay, cool. So, yeah, let's move on to some films. Are we done with TV shows? I think so, yeah. Okay. Except for competition shows. I'm going to start with The Incredibles. (laughs) (laughs) Why with the Incredibles? Because of Edna Mole. 
she mode sorry she um is a fashion designer mode she is and in incredibles 2 is when you we go and see her lair like where she like makes all of her costumes and i think she's she is a fashion and sewing icon costume yeah she like kits the whole family out and like they're new and i just love it it is good she is excellent to be fair actually and so she is she is a sewing icon no capes (laughs) yeah and then there's that video of madonna falling over wearing a cape yeah edna mode no capes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm a big fan so that's my first film choice very good choice very good choice my film choice is devil wears prada yeah, excellent. Very excellent. similar to The Incredibles. Very similar to The Incredibles. I just love it. The fashion, when she glows up, mm-hmm. so good. I know. I always feel like they were so mean to her when she first <laughs> walks in, though. I'm glad we stopped doing this, like, glow right, up. Yeah, glow up kind of storyline. And I swear she always had it had done to her, like in um, bloody mm-hmm. um, Princess Diaries. Yes. Another excellent film. So good. So yeah, Devil Wears Prada, of course. Like, it's just like, it's on the nose. It's yeah. perfect. Like, their gowns are amazing. When they're all wearing, like, the black gowns, there's there's a scene in which they're all three of them, like, Emily Blunt. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're wearing... the party. Yeah, they're wearing these, like, yes. black dresses and they're Gorgeous. so, like, effortlessly simple and beautiful. And she eats a cube of cheese. Um, And my favourite outfit, which I think is, like, Okay, I say favorite outfit, like I don't like it, but it gives me like a snapshot into Devil Wears Prada. And I think when I think of Devil Wears Prada, I think of this outfit in which she's wearing the multiple layered like Chanel necklace. With the Chanel beret. Yeah, with the tweed cap, which is, in my opinion, I do not like this hat. And then she's wearing a white shirt and then an off-shoulder black jumper over the top of it. And it just screams this era to me, but also like when we used to just layer accessories over accessories over accessories to be like, this is super fashionable. Literally. I used to wear like five or six necklaces. Yeah, same. And a big belt and a hat. I I definitely, I had a hat like that. camisole tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that does make me laugh about Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. I've actually just bought the book um, When Life Gives You Lululemons, which oh, is the same author as, as The Devil Wears <gasps> Prada. And it's very similar. I think she always writes about like fashion-y mm. things. Um, so I'm excited to read that. I Let mean, me it's a very it's old book, but I'm excited to read it. Nice. Let me know if it's good though. Yeah, of course. I want to watch it. Read it. Yeah, read it. Yes, read it. <laughs> if it's good, obviously. I'm sure it's good. Yeah. Um, you watched The Dressmaker this week, didn't you? Yes, I paid £3.50 on Amazon to watch The Dressmaker <laughs> as research for this. I know, thank you. Um, I do work hard for my craft. Um, and It is very good. Have you seen it? Yeah. I didn't know that you'd seen it. Why did I have to watch it then? <laughs> you just chose to watch it. I watched it ages ago. I though, assumed so. that you hadn't seen it and I was no. like, oh, I'll take one for the team and I'll no. buy it and watch it. No, I watched it about 10 years ago now. Really? Has it been out that long? Yeah, I'm sure it's been out for ages. No way, because Liam Hemsworth looks exactly the same. The Dressmaker, 2015. Eight years ago? Yeah. Oh my God, he literally looks exactly the same. So anyway, it's an Australian um, film set in the 1920s, starring Kate Winslet and Liam Hemsworth. And um, I don't really know what I was expecting, but this film was not what I was expecting. Mm. It says it's a comedy drama, I think the comedy aspects for me were quite 
small but they were definitely unexpected like there would be like a really dramatic scene and then like someone would just like fall over <laughs> like a bit of like slapstick comedy and I was like what this is I'm so confused um anyway it's about Kate Winslet's character is a dressmaker and she comes back to the town that she is from like in outback Australia with her armed with her dress it says on the blurb like armed with her sewing machine to take mm-hmm. revenge on the town yeah um so I was expecting it to be like really like dramatic and full of revenge but it 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 wasn't as dramatic as i'd hoped it was a little bit like sillier yeah however i did like like she there was a lot of sewing in the film yeah like she did you did see her make outfits for people i mean very briefly and she was making dresses for everybody in the town and her outfits that she wore were amazing and given that it was the 1920s she was wearing these really tight fitting like crazy sexy dresses and obviously little sweetheart neckline yeah so this is what i'm gonna talk about actually so there's like a, a scene in in the film in which you see her like remove her coat Mm. um while the boys are playing rugby and as she's removing her coat they only show the camera shot from like her bust upwards so it looks like she's naked because she removes her coat and she's wearing nothing on her top half and everyone's freaks out and you see everyone's reaction like oh my god she's standing there naked and then they pan down and she's wearing this sweetheart like bustier-esque black it's such a fabulous dress dress which is incredible but it's and then it's all about obviously the fact that so she lit. is sewing showing a lot more skin than other yeah. people would at the time and making these really tight fitting dresses which were like definitely a little bit more risque so the dresses she wears are absolutely incredible yeah. however i do want to talk about one dress which oh, i've forgotten the name of the actress i think her name is sarah something she's also in succession yeah um Sarah Snook, that's it. And she wears another actually very similar black yeah, dress. It has the fitted the fitted look, it has mm. a sweetheart neckline, it's a bustier-ish. Yes, and it really just like hugs the curve and then it's like a mermaid, a mermaid. tail mm. on the bottom of the dress. But she has this cape. like cape, white pleated cape, so that when you put your arms up in the air, it creates this big like fan. Like the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. And it is beautiful. Like I can't believe how beautiful it is. Like with that stark contrast between the black mm. and the white, it just looks so glam, so femme fatale, yeah. so stunning. And then it's so weird that she's in the middle of like the outback in the sand. Literally the desert like, dog in the dark background. Yeah, wearing obviously these outfits that are so, like that was the point that they were making. Yeah. But I think if you wanted to watch a film on a Sunday night, I would watch it. I don't think that it's like the best film I've seen. Mm. The acting was brilliant. It, I know it I know it was definitely nominated for a few awards. I'm not sure if it won, but... Um, and the costumes were beautiful as oh, well. Oh, the costumes are incredible. Yeah, so it is It is good. I think I was just expecting, like, a lot more. I don't know why. It's, it's Maybe people are going to be like, it was very dramatic. Like, there, there were mm. definitely twists and turns. Yeah. I think also I was watching it. I'm on um, tour with a show at the moment, and I'm doing two shows a day. And then I was watching this in the evening when I was so tired. Yeah. So... It probably I wasn't in the best mood like to be watching uh, but it is, it's film. just an easy watch mm. like you can just sit and put it on the background you don't have to pay a huge amount of attention to it just pay attention to the clothes yeah 
So I think there's one more film we want to talk about, and that is Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. I know, neither of us have actually seen it, so we're just going to read you the blurb. In 1950s London, a widowed cleaning lady falls madly in love with a couture Dior dress, deciding she must have one of her own. After working to raise the funds to pursue her dream, she embarks on an adventure to Paris that will change not only her own outlook, but the very future of the house of Dior. I was so angry over Christmas. I said to mum, I want to watch it. And what did she go and watch when I'm not there? No. Yeah, and I was like... she go to the cinema? No, it was on Amazon. And she she watched it without me. Oh, maybe I should have paid for that. That sounds so good. (laughs) Like, I know people that have watched it and absolutely loved it. I was watching The Dressmaker, like I said, on my iPad this week. And I put it on my Instagram. And Kate from Inner Haystack replied saying, Oh my gosh, you need to watch Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Um, It... I really don't know anything about it apart from that blurb, but the fact that there's sewing in it, yeah. Dior's in it, it's yeah. in the 50s, like it's, it's gonna be London, so Paris, like it definitely sounds like something I would enjoy. Yeah, very much so. Okay, so on the topic of maybe like 1950s, mm-hmm. there is an amazing documentary on Netflix called Halston, and it's about the House of Halston, yeah. um, the designer in the 70s. I don't really know anything about this documentary at all, so you ah. have to take it away, yeah. It's really, really interesting. Um, obviously, Holston did a lot of very avant-garde designs and became a household name. But his company went through so much turmoil. Sort of like, they lost so much money. They made so much money. The artistic director, who's played by Ewan McGregor, who plays the character of Holston so well. I love um, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, honestly, incredibly well. Um, and yeah, some of the fashion that they make is just stunning. And they really changed the face of everything in that particular time period. And I would highly recommend watching it because it's just so insightful into how an atelier and a business works. I That sounds amazing. Is it a series or a film? Series. So it's about eight episodes, I think. But it also shows how he loses control of the business and how the business then goes better because someone else comes along and he's jealous. And oh, it's amazing. I have never been advertised this. I've never heard of it. Like, I didn't even know this existed. I actually searched fashion documentaries on Netflix. That's crazy. Mm, Oh, I'm definitely going to be watching that this week for sure. There's absolutely tons. There's like one about misguided and stuff. And if you're there to... I I actually started watching the In The Style one on BBC iPlayer. Yeah. And I just... I, I just... I couldn't watch it because... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. They claim that they're not fast... That Like, I think the guy from In The Style... Mm. Um says everyone thinks that we are in the business of fast fashion but we're not and he's trying to like convince you that he's not in fast fashion it's it's weird so i just didn't really watch it anymore i watched some tv show about misguided it's not the one that's on netflix but a different one and they were like yeah you know we're empowered women it's like literally your entire board is men is it yeah and how are you empowering women when you're paying them like 30 pence an hour exactly it's honestly it's disgusting very educational and definitely go and watch okay (laughs) for sure um and another amazing documentary is the mcqueen documentary also i've not seen it so good where can you watch it um i watched it when it was on netflix but it's not on netflix anymore i don't think you can watch on amazon Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. it's another one you have to pay for. I think it is. But honestly, it's amazing. So good. Such an interesting insight to such a pioneer of British fashion yeah. as well. And it showed his rise and all that sort of thing. Amazing. I hope they do a um, Vivian Westwood documentary. I think they will. I think they I will. I think they will as well because that would be, that'd be so cool. That was so like, sad. I know. It will be really sad. 
Um, so moving on, we've actually been talking for so long. I, I don't know how long this is. We have one more topic. Okay. And also I kind of feel like most people that are our listeners would have watched Sewing Bee. Yeah. But I know that there, we have lots and lots of non-UK listeners. I'm assuming that Sewing Bee has offshoots in other countries. What, like um, Island? Yeah, because like maybe they would have, okay, because it's called the Great British Sewing Bee. Yeah. Yeah, no, they don't have offshoots. No. Um, no, oh. they do. No, that's 2014. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so the Great British Sewing Bee is a sewing competition that is on every year. And essentially, you get lots of amateur sewers in a room, and each week they have to do different challenges, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone wins. Very good. And it very is very good. good. We're not really going to talk much more about it, because we're no. not going to tell you something that you clearly already know about. Um, but there are some new sewing. Yes competition programs like making the cut love making the cut love making the cut so good it's on amazon prime if anyone is interested in watching it Mm -hmm. is it free um i think so i think it's free i don't think i've ever paid for it how many series are there three i just love heidi so it's i don't you don't no okay so it's um presented by heidi klum and tim gunn i also love tim gunn tim so gunn's much. amazing and it, there's 12 designers who face challenges and assignments and from all over the world all over the world oh and nicole ritchie is a judge i love yes. nicole ritchie yeah she's interesting and they often get quite good celebrity judges on as well they had um moschino what's yes. his name they do have so many like massive designers yeah, massive designers come and judge them but that's a really great one if you want to see like the creation process of because a designer. And some of them, I'm so shocked that some of them actually don't know how to sew. Oh my God, I know. So basically the premise of the program is it's not amateur sewists. It's completely different from they sewing They have bee. like their own brand. It's all about the business of sewing. So as well as being fashion designers, they have to have their own company. Mm-hmm. And it's about getting an investment at the end by Amazon. And they'll win. So they have to pitch to Amazon and like Amazon will give them money. And it's all about making them better as like business people as well as yeah, fashion they do, designers. They do photo shoots for some of the campaign, like some of the things they've made they make pop-up shops at the end don't yeah they, as and well. they did like social media campaigns yeah. so you have to be like an all-rounder but yeah it's really surprising yeah that they just but i guess they just employ seamstresses um seamstresses yeah that's the thing most of them do employ seamstresses and to be fair on making the cut they do at the end of the day have the option to send things to seamstresses not to always though not every time but which which makes me think if you know you're going on making the cut learn how to sew before because you're just shooting yourself in the foot because if in the challenges where you don't get given a seamstress you're gonna like fail Mm, exactly but i love that i love it so much i literally it's my favorite coming i think it might be um it's a similar premise to project runway in a way isn't it but project runway i feel like they're amateurs they are amateurs and they set more interesting challenges i think sometimes I love Project Runway so much. And I love Project Runway because it's like way more contestants. Yeah, there's like... There's like 24 of them. (laughs) So So it's way longer. And they're from all walks of life. And yeah, they're not like... The difference is making the cut is they are fashion designers. Some of them are famous. Yeah. Like they dress celebrities. Like one of Mm -hmm. them was like Beyonce's, one of Beyonce's fashion designers. Like I can't believe you're going on a reality TV show. Mm. Um, But fair enough. And so like the quality is consistently really good. Yeah. And they all have their own like vision of what they want and their own style. Project Runway on the other hand, Mm -hmm. I think is 
you've got people that have been sewing for a year. You've yeah. got people that only know how to sew menswear or do this, that, and the other that haven't had any formal training. So I always find that more interesting. It is more interesting. It's You definitely get more variety in their challenges. Yeah, I love the challenges. Yeah. Sometimes they are so stupid. Yeah. But that's what makes it fun. I know, I love it. I love it when they have to make stuff like using different materials. Yeah. Like stuff from like, anything you can find in the kitchen I'm like yes I watched Let's the one see you sew spoons together. yeah I love it because I'm like I could never do that myself mm. I like it when they went um into a bar yeah. and they were like oh you think you're here for cocktail hour no grab anything you can and make a dress and everyone's like grabbing like coasters and like straws I couldn't do it I know because oh, oh my god so the hard. thought of like sewing through like plastic straws which is what they do and then mm. anyway it just ends up everyone just glue gunning loads of random yeah. shit together and then they're know. like, well, the construction was bad. You glue gunned it. Yeah, it's like, well, what do you want me to do? It's like, I'm using plastic tubing. Yeah. And then okay. the last one, oh, I just touched the thing. Sorry. Okay. I just couldn't get into it. I loved Next in Fashion. There's another season coming. So Next in Fashion's on Amazon and it's hosted. The first season was hosted by... Alexa Chung and Tan France. Yes. And the next season is being hosted by Tan France and Gigi Hadid. I found it really boring. But maybe I need to try again. Maybe it was the wrong time for me to... It was when it first came out. I was like, ugh, a bit meh. I think it's really interesting because similar to Making the Cut, they are all designers. Yeah, but I just... Yeah, I didn't get inspired. It's very interesting because I'm such a big fan of Making the Cut. Interesting. And they are very similar, aren't they? They are very similar. But I think maybe because they start in pairs maybe so they're in groups to see how they work together and they make two garments i actually just can't believe why i didn't like it like i can't even tell you why i'm surprised maybe i was just having a bad day one of the designers who won you would absolutely love everything Did you that just, she made wait don't don't give a spoiler i'm not i'm showing it to you i like, know but you, you just would... gave me the spoiler because i was gonna try and watch it again i mean oh sorry I'll well, just no start. I'm talking about, but like, no, no, no. But I'm saying I'm saying you've spoiled it for me, not for anyone else. I mean, but the things that they make, the first two episodes, yeah, fair enough. They're a bit like, meh. There's too many, but as they go yeah. on, it gets better and better. I'll give it a go, series two. Yeah, yeah. Um, we might need to wrap things up because it we is getting very late. Yeah, um, that is everything. It's that is very late. And <laughs> oh yeah, like it's nearly midday oh my god so basically um if you guys have any other tv or film shows that film shows tv shows or films that you love that have great costume about sewing about fashion hit us up we're gonna put a post with loads of these photos comment below it talking about all of your favorite um recommendations that everyone can see yay so thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time Bye bye bye